king has his reign. And then he dies. It's inevitable. Prometheus is dead. These are ancient civilizations that were separated by centuries and yet. This same pictogram was discovered in every one of them. They're smiling. I think they want us to come and find them. We're all here because of a map you two kids found in a cave. Not a map. An invitation. From whom? Please tell me you can read that. Prometheus, are you seeing this? Whatever that probe is picking up, it's reading life form. What do you mean a life form? Oh, the head. They're changing. Changing into what? It's moving. These things moving. What is that? There's a ship. They're leaving. To go where? Earth. We were so wrong. Take us home. If you don't stop it, they won't get you home to go back to. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. of Arabia, but very much an Englishman, favoured pinching a burning match between his fingers to put it out. When asked by his colleague, William Potter, to reveal his trick, how is it he so effectively extinguished the flame without hurting himself whatsoever, Lawrence just smiled and said, the trick, Potter, is not minding it hurts. The fire that danced at the end of that match was a gift from the titan Prometheus. A gift that he stole from the gods when Prometheus was caught and brought to justice for his theft. The gods, well, you might say they overreacted a little. The poor man was tied to a rock 
as an eagle ripped through his belly and ate his liver over and over, day after day, ad infinitum. All because he gave us fire, our first true piece of technology, fire. 100,000 BC, stone tools. 4,000 BC, the wheel. 9th century AD, gunpowder. Bit of a game changer, that one. 19th century, Eureka, the light bulb. 20th century, the automobile, television, nuclear weapons, spacecraft, internet. 21st century, Biotech, nanotech, fusion and fission and M-theory. And that was just the first decade. We are now three months into the year of our Lord, 2023. At this moment in our civilization, we can create cybernetic individuals who, in just a few short years, will be completely indistinguishable from us. Which leads to an obvious conclusion. We are the gods now. For those of you who know me, you will be aware by now that my ambition is unlimited. You know that I will settle for nothing short of greatness, or I will die trying. For those of you who do not yet know me, allow me to introduce myself. My name is Peter Wayland, and if you'll indulge me, I'd like to change the world. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Intro that again. You sounded yeah. pretty cool. So you did the intro to the cinephiles. Say it again. What? Do that intro again. You're like. The cinephiles? Yeah. Give us something. I intro fucking okay. normal one. You intro the- Hello, true believers. This is Hyperphotonic with a new issue of Cinephiles. I'm your trusty hero with his partner, Todski. <laughs> this issue featuring <laughs> Stacey Annie, Ash Cake Squiggle, and the ever lovable Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Uncle Ben. Stanley, I am not. Love it. Love it. We're talking Prometheus. This is our. This is our. More like uh, Panisius. So much. No, it's, it's big sexual allegory. Same as Alien, right? What do you mean? Oh, do you guys want to get into this? The genesis of Alien as well as right Prometheus. Off the bat, okay. Sure. <laughs> yes, it's very <laughs> okay. sexual, eh? You know, well, no. Yeah. Alien, yeah. Alien, is it very sexual? Well, I'm about to. I'm about to break the face hugger. This is. This is okay. <laughs> I'll, not sexual. I'll explain no? this to you very easily. <laughs> I, and we and for this? anyone who's li- anyone who's listening <laughs> to this podcast that knows me, that are friends with me, these are they're all already cinephiles, so they already know what I'm saying. You can tune out if you wish. But Alien is a big allegory for rape. Uh, the the movie is if you pay attention the, the ship's name is called Mother, so it's already identified as. Me- We're talking alien, right? Alien, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. What no, the ship's is, name is Nordus. I was going to say it's not Mother. Huh? No. The, the Nordus. No, no, the ship, uh, the ship onboard computer. They call it. Oh, okay, mother. yeah, sorry. Oh, the AI is called yeah, Mother. Yeah, I, thought was, called I thought it was mother. Spanish for Mother or something. <laughs> and and so what happens is th- this foreign this foreign thing that incidentally looks like a giant penis invades the ship. It impregnates it by technically impregnating Cute. one of the crew members. Exactly, and if it, yeah, essentially, it's 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 a big rape analogy. Very sexually oriented movie. Like, I mean, look sure. at look at the reproductive cycle. It's basically something that's not wanted. Basically, this guy gets face raped by this face hunter. <laughs> then this something else bursts out of him. 
and then it goes around killing everyone else. It's like it's essentially like <laughs> it sounds like a fucking prelude to marriage, really. No, and, exactly. and, and even uh, H uh, H R Geiger, who is the artist that the art uh, behind yep. Alien was based around, his the original painting of the xenomorph or the alien creature, it was originally like a giant cock head. Like it was intentionally made to look like phallic, 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 phallic images, yeah. And it, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's, it's basically this woman, this woman, this <laughs> woman trying to fight against this. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. Now, uh, I, I think the, the the cool thing is how Prometheus kind of kept that that whole theme because it essentially a lot of the themes in the movie were about the reproductive cycle, right? Mm-hmm. Like basically, and the evolution of the reproduction cycle of this creature. So um, I didn't see it with you guys, but I guess we can go into thoughts about it. Well. well like we've been doing kind of like a summer movie review for all like the big ones like we did Avengers we're going to do Prometheus now uh, first and foremost is going to be spoilers fucking spoilers spoilers galore we're, we're basically going to talk about the whole movie the whole time so yeah if you haven't seen it yet don't listen to us or do if you're like me and don't care about spoilers which people seem to be barking at me a lot lately about <laughs> well we've been warned was that You've been warned. You've been warned, so we're going to get into it right now. Uh, one thing that I was going to say is I fucking hate the Fort Mac Theater for not advertising their midnight showings. This last it's minute? Start, it's starting to, like, lit- quite literally, for Prometheus, I came out of a meeting, and I was just driving by, <laughs> and all I, and they had it, like, fucking in huge letters, Prometheus, midnight showing. I literally <laughs> slammed on my brakes, pretty much texted everyone here at this table. And While driving. Like, <laughs> 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 slammed on his brakes. <laughs> I was like, Prometheus showing, and it's like 10.45. I was like, Prometheus, midnight, yeah. let's go right yeah so quite literally it was rushed because i went and picked up everybody and we went down and enjoyed the, uh, the midnight show which the movie itself was i thought fucking incredible yeah i was sitting like drunk by the fire and you text me and i like immediately jumped up I like, Toss me. <laughs> yeah i just got home and i got Toss picking you up and i'm like oh okay yeah God. i was like climbing out of the shower when you were texting me so i'm like oh you're texting me. Shower texting. Before we get into it, let, uh, well, let's do a bit of a synopsis of the movie. So, for those of you n- unaware, um, the director Ridley Scott he did the original wanna, Alien back in 1979, too, and uh, essentially in 1979 he created uh, the movie Alien. Now, uh, Alien would have been uh, a one in a very long line of B horror movies that were released during the 70s and 80s. What made it different, however, is what he did is we got a sci-fi horror movie that was very much uh, almost like uh, uh, Friday the 13th, but in space, right? Yes. You've got this very, uh, not just a faceless killer, but this creature that you don't even see until the very end of the movie fully that's just going around killing all these people when they're least expecting it. And the movie became iconic basically because of the the, uh, the disturbing image and the sexual... It was one of the first it. sci-fi horrors ever, too. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, well, we should tell mind, Alien, we're going back to 78, so it's not like yeah, a fucking yeah. 80s movie. Like One year before great. Star Wars. One year yeah. after. And, and, and what, what, yeah. what made it so good is Ridley Scott, uh, his Star attention Wars to... what Green lit it. We should, we should tell the audience some more Ridley Scott features, actually. I'm yeah, yeah okay, so those of you unaware of who Ridley Gladiator, Scott is... Gladiator, right? Yeah, he's most famous for Gladiator, because that's the one that uh, basically won all the Oscars. Uh, he did. He's worked with Russell Crowe for the last, he's like, ten years. He's done lots of really good movies. Yeah, no, no, he's a very talented director, um, uh, but uh, his, his uh, I think, yeah, his brother, Tony Scott, is also a very renowned director. What, what other big movies has he done, Tito? I'm sure uh, you know them go all. Through the, let's go through the list, actually, because I'd have to... Phone ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we'll, 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 uh, we'll go over the... Uh, I was looking at what he did, and there was more than gladiator there oh yeah of course no he, he's he's been one of the pro- most prolific uh, prolific uh directors of the 70s 80s and even uh the 90s right oh, so, even the two like what's his i mean blade runner is blade, blade runner is considered yes. one of his masterpieces yes. as well so um 
But uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, does someone want to go through a summary of what the plot to Prometheus was? Well, I'm just trying to, what I'm trying to do is find the original article. I want to take it all the way back here. I'm trying to find the original article. When I first started hearing about Prometheus and Ridley Scott, I believe it was me and you talking, uh, like we usually do at work, and you were just like, Ridley Scott's doing another cool sci-fi movie, and this might have been two years ago. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, I'm Prometheus. And uh, so I started looking at it, and... To me, I'm trying to find the articles like from well, a couple years ago. You've never been a fan of people making sequels to movies without planning them ahead first, though. I like continu- I like continuous shot movies. Like I, I need a written story arc. Uh, I believe I said it on the podcast before, but like I think Lost is a prime example of they had a general idea of what they wanted, but they had no idea how they were going to do it. Well, no, the writer strike is what hurt hurt Lost. Yes, for sure. Fair enough. Well, but besides I'm just Lost, because Lost, because I don't care what anyone says. You you look at the first season, the first couple seasons of Lost, and compared to the last couple yeah. it's a fucking it's night and day difference still enjoyable but like I, I watched that I'll never forget just that first fucking season of Lost man like I was working the ambulance and we were dispatched by the phone we were this close to actually unplugging the phone because we did not want to <laughs> okay, move so, so, from the TV it was so good but he's dying and, and then it fell it just okay fell so, so just to go over his iconic films here this I mean he knows what he's doing we got Alien which was 79 followed by Blade Runner which was 82 followed by Legend which was 85 uh, followed by Thelma and Louise in 91 he did uh, White Squall he did G.I. Jane he did Gladiator he yeah, did Jane Hannibal oh, shit. Yep. Hannibal, yes. Hannibal Black Hawk Down Hannibal Matchstick Men wow. Kingdom of Heaven uh, American Gangster Body wow. of Lies Red uh, Robin Hood and uh, most recently Prometheus uh, Now, all wicked movies yeah now just uh, I'll go over the summary of Prometheus now where did this I love, idea... I love the first scene of well yeah, 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 yeah. No, hang on, hang on. very important hang scene on, let's, let's go back here let's go back here so like we, we were hearing about this Ridley Scott was doing another sci-fi movie and yes and you talked about how it was going to be an alien prequel no he said it wasn't no he came right off the bat and said this is not an alien prequel it's, I'm which, talking which, 10 years ago which threw everyone off because everyone's just like fucking it, like, that's a space jockey in the trailer it's like what's going on here and to me <laughs> well no no you, you came in late in the game because when that movie started production everyone had labeled it an alien prequel but yeah, it but wasn't until the last year when he said it wasn't an alien prequel and you know what he's actually technically right it wasn't an alien prequel the genesis of the movie alien is in it but it can't be counted as a prequel because technically uh, a prequel would would uh link uh characters which it really doesn't it links the creature but not links really the story can- yeah yeah yeah, right? it, yeah it's a precursor <laughs> and if that's not a definition of a prequel i have no idea what the fuck is well no because you could you could say um it is a prequel is is it is a prequel of that is is alien. Iron Man is Iron Man a prequel to Avengers or is it more of a Genesis leading up to Avengers sub story fair enough yeah, yeah but like but that's a horse of a different color all around anyway I would I would argue that Prometheus is very much the same type of uh, oh, horse just the fucking scenes like we rewatched Alien a couple nights ago after we saw Prometheus and like to me like when they're all sitting around in in, the, in Alien from the 1978 when they're all sitting around the ship like, okay well the similarities are let's, so fucking uncanny let's right? go into uh, uh, into it, uh, the, Let's the spoil outline. the shit of the movie. Well, no, no, we'll go through the outline and then we'll break <laughs> it down. Essentially, uh, in the movie Alien, the, they find the creature because they find these eggs in a chamber in a in a derelict vessel that they find on. Uh, forget the planet's name. Like they labeled it something, and the yeah, and, and the sh- and the shit. Basically, they got a distress call from a sh- from a ship called the Prometheus. They land the, the Nostromo, which is their ship. Ooh. is this an alien you're talking about? Yeah, isn't it? No, it was, no, 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 no
No, for no, an alien. alien. They got a disgrace saw that woke Not up. Not from Prometheus. It wasn't from Prometheus. Okay. <laughs> it was just unlabeled? Okay. Yeah, okay. what the computer did as a distress call. Yeah, Mother. but the mother. stubbed it after. But, uh, but, uh, but the distress call would technically be the message from what's her name, right? No, no. No? No. Okay, fair it, enough. Just that ring ship is all. The, that's where the quote unquote call came from. Okay. So, which was turned out to be a warning. Okay, so they end up they end up going to the planet and they find what looks like a dead alien, which it, with its chest exploded. Bursted, yeah. Yeah, and uh, basically tentatively labeled for many years as the space jockey, jockey. and a bunch of eggs. Uh, their medic of all people makes the mistake of <laughs> of putting his face right up to one of those eggs, and this creature just grabs the shit out of him. Fast fo- okay, so fast forward twenty years later. Fast uh, reverse. Yeah, fast Back reverse. To yeah. Right. We go we go to Prometheus. And so basically the general plot is that uh, a rich industrialist by the name of Whalen uh, what's his full name? Richard Whalen. Yeah, he, uh, played by Guy Pierce, which I thought he did a really Fucking good job. Not it. just for the movie, but for all the viral campaigns. He looks so old and creepy, though. Yeah, well, that's, Girls, that's the idea. He's funded. Like, he's really I think, old. Like, I think he, he fucked up, though. Like, like to me, I don't know. Like his make, old makeup. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't look real. He didn't to look me. real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, thought it, I thought they did. But it's the future, and they could you could be older than the veins, especially. They were trying to keep him alive for like. Yeah, it's the future, and they can. It's it's a motivator. Like, why else? would he want to fund so much money into that into that uh, expedition yeah. so anyway so he's funding an expedition where these ar- archaeologists have found on earth different different cultures that have uh, originated and have this kind of similarity where star uh, star clusters essentially uh, uh, essentially a celestial map showing a location uh, within their within reach of their galaxy so the idea is they're funding an expedition to go to that location in space and find out exactly what it is now the hope is that it'll actually answer basically throw Darwinism uh, throw Darwinism a left curve and basically answer that a human life on earth didn't just happen it was the result of evolution now the movie starts ominously enough with this creature that looks humanoid in form uh, in this vast naked world and when I say naked I mean there's no technology it's a primal world and he's opening what looks like a small canister and there's this black liquid which he drinks he then kind of disintegrates his molecular breakdown Breaks into a river, a flowing river. And, and what about see, the ship too? What about that? Yeah. You, oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. You just see sh- that ship drop him off. We don't know. A sh- yeah. You see a ship leaving, and he's. It looks he like he was left behind. Dropped him off. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it shows his his DNA, which is the double helix, which is uh, the eventually human DNA as well as all life on Earth's DNA, mm-hmm. breaking into the into the, the river. Yeah, really, Scott ecosystem. made a very yeah. big point to focus on that on that fact. So the implication is the implication. If depending that's on that's the most important. Yeah, depending on how you are as a viewer, the implication is that this being seemed to have sacrificed himself to create what would be the genesis of life on Earth in general. Not just humans, but everything that would life. be considered alive. Would you do that? Mutant. What? Would you sac- like? <laughs> it, it, no, say if we like technologically advanced where it's just like, you drink this liquid and you can start uh, life on a whole planet. Well, I would th- do it. Look at, would look you really? at it this way. Um, this is the way, this is what I like to, this is what I got from the movie. The The movie strongly implies that. Would you just like let them drop the, off the, and just have your own these, planet to yourself? These beings oh, that there's a movie made about are later labeled as, <laughs> as the engineers because um, they engineered life technically. They, um, it seems that all of their technology is based on genetics. You notice that their armor has a very organic design. It doesn't look like it's, it's it doesn't look like a computer. In fact, even their ship looked like caves and even though it was, it was some sort of computer and you know, 
notice how there was those dust particles? It, their technology, what we did with metal and electricity, they did with genetics. So the yeah. implication is maybe he, this, this person didn't see it as death because technically he, he would have been God for, for us because his genetic material, he was reincarnated as life on Earth. If you look at it in that, well, let's just say it's sentient life on Earth because there was trees and shit like that in the fucking in, yeah, yeah. In but the I mean, like, yeah. it, uh, like us, right? Yeah. Like basically, what we would eventually become. So the idea is that. Well, I'm answer the question. Would you do it? Would you sacrifice yourself to start life on a planet? If it, if it meant immortality through the means of like you being the father no, of no, all no, genetic yeah, life, he, he was pretty much toast that guy that did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, old, no, no, no. Him, him as a you, you, you guys are thinking because like this is one of the questions in the movie. <laughs> I'm it? pretty sure he was toast when he dissolved. Itself, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, he basically seeded the waterfall, yeah. right? Yeah, no, and, and this is another it, another yeah, yeah, thing that's brought up in the movie: the fact that there's a lot of a lot of talk of God and and spirituality, and the the idea is that. You're thinking of the individual killing himself, and yes, that person died, but he, his essence, became life on Earth. I guess it goes down to what you believe in the afterlife, right? Like if you literally well, I mean, believe it, nothing it's, happens, it's technically the same way as as you would. You are immortal because of Kingston. Your genetic material got passed on. Would you would you uh, dissolve yourself, Stacy? Sci-fi horror. <laughs> What? Let him drop you off, take the black ooze, well, try to sell the black market. And that's another one of the themes in the movie. The movie I'd goes into like, the hey, themes of some really good shit, guys. I mean, if you drink this, you can be gone. You can be immortal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> try to pawn it off on some but apes. It seemed, it seemed like he knew what he was doing because he seemed like kind of reserved to his fate. Yeah, he. Yeah, and he knew what black, happened. Black liquid. So Prometheus lands on this planet. Yep. And they go into this structure, and there's a bunch hey, of hang shapes. Fa- fast forward a couple forward, of millennia, yeah, yeah. and and uh, now we found all these caves, and we're going to this planet, and they they egg shaped yeah cylinders. Uh, now the movie starts oddly enough with humanity finally creating their own version of life, being David, which is, which is an android, probably the best character in the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, Michael Fassbender, man, and I think it's probably the strongest, the strongest <laughs> parallel. Was, you, you knew it too. What? You knew he was. Uh, a robot because he was the only one awake, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the and idea. Alien, you don't know. Yeah, and, and no, they didn't try to hide the, the Android aspect. Yeah. In but I mean, that's though. kind of what it, it, essentially that's why the movies complement each other because it shows the progression that yeah. that they're no these robots no longer think in a robotic sense mm. by the time Alien rolls yeah. around, right? More advanced. so sure enough, David is an Android, you know, white blood and all that good stuff, but we don't see it until the end, even though it's obvious that he is. It shows that he's trying to understand things. He's he's become he's become fascinated with film. Oh, and not so much film, but he also became fascinated with like. Remember, he kept so close tabs on uh, on Shaw's dream, right? Like he kept mm-hmm. yeah. some reason her dream was displayed. I guess the technology's got to that well, point where you can watch a dream, and uh, he was literally watching what she was dreaming, which was about yeah. her father. So, like, well, well, the, to me, I totally forgot about that until later on when we were reinforcing the, why David did what he did, which yep. we'll talk about. He wanted to feel like he was playing God, and I think him being asleep for those two years they were traveling, or them, him being awake while everyone was asleep for those two years, and him watching those dreams, he it gave him a it God. It gave him a God yeah. complex. Well, I mean, he could have killed any of them. Okay, now at any time. Thinking, right? You're thinking in terms of the Wally Wally uh, idea, where he's been alone for so long that he's developed a glitch, whereas it's, he's he's kind of developed a personality, or he's gone above his programming. I would argue that he is very much the creation of what he is. The thing is, he tends to have the understanding of what emotions are and what you know, what how people react to things. But he has no inve- no vested interest in it. Essentially, he's just doing as he's ordered, which is I think plays really well towards the end, where you know the engineers they're finally trying to communicate with the engineers, and the engineer is very much he's very much of the mind. He's like, I'm going to kill all these things. 
Why? Because I want you to get on with my I, mission. I told you. Well, I like. told you my theory. My theory is that the, this was done intentionally because we are to the engineers as David is to us. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea is that for for the engineer, we're just things that they created. Yeah. We don't. We don't. Perhaps in their minds, we don't lack the same comprehension that they do. Right. Mm. So you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas David is kind of like the same thing to us. Where I would say that. Whatever we see, and I think that that's a, that that's really says something about the acting of Michael Fassbender in the movie, where everything that we feel, where we say, "Oh, he's angry," or "He's being spiteful," or "He's you know he's you know he's being manipulative," is is that really what what he is, or is well, that yeah. us reflecting on? Yeah, him? Yeah, no, because there's a moment where he says, um, "He's like you, someone says to him, you look." And then they say an emotion word, and I can't remember what you it look is. mad or no. You look mad, yeah. or you look you look upset. Some, upset. And yeah. he's like, I don't I understand, don't what, understand you what you mean. Yeah. Like, which is weird though, because did you see the viral video? Which I never seen until Christian oh, put him on my list. Where they he, like they do a viral video it's with like Michael Fassbender. It's a commercial for David Eight, and he was just saying like, uh, now equipped with all the emotion, uh, but none of the guilt or something like that. And it even shows like as he's looking at the camera, like he he discussed making. Yeah, I think did, light, did the lightning disco? Yeah. Oh, uh, we're gonna. Yeah, this is gonna start rocking the podcast. The um, and he literally like as he's saying what he says, which I can't remember, and actually I'll probably input it. Introducing the next generation David. Launching June 8th on the Prometheus. What is it about robots that makes them so robotic? At Wayland Industries, it has long been our goal to create artificial intelligence almost indistinguishable from mankind itself. Hello, I'm David. What can you do, David? I can do almost anything that could possibly be asked of me. I can assist your employees. I can make your organization more efficient. I can carry out directives that my human counterparts might find distressing or unethical. I can blend in with your workforce effortlessly. David, what do you think about? I think about anything. Children play. Angel. The universe. Robot. David, what makes you sad? Poverty, cruelty, unnecessary violence. I understand human emotions, although I do not feel them myself. This allows me to be more efficient and capable and makes it easier for my human counterparts to interact with me. Is there anything you would like to say, David? I would like to express gratitude. To those who created me. Happy birthday, David. From Wayland Industries. Eighth generation Wayland type. Technological. Intellectual. Physical. Emotional. 
in the podcast right here, he makes himself cry at the very end. Like a tear rolls down his like yeah. straight face, yeah. tear rolls now, down his eyes. Like, does that mean he's feeling emotion or does it mean I think it's just showing that he can that he can simulate all this shit without feeling the guilt. Now, now, Thus we get what into at the, end of the movie. We get into a really weird um re- weird place where we are actually where we're the the earth and the verge of the 20th century we te- we we seem to be at a peak where we're we're literally maybe a generation away from finding what's known as um what is it called the singularity, uh, the singularity where artificial intelligence will finally be developed and mm. it will be able to match M- mimic human mimic human emotion, human, yeah. um, mimic human emotion. and then we get into what's known as uncanny alley when something is so real it's creepy and you, we see that with CGI. Uh, do you remember that movie, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within? Yeah, yeah. That movie just looked creepy because they did such a good job with the CGI that it was just like, we know it's not real. It's, it's so... Like, but you can tell they're, off, and you right? can tell they're getting closer. Like, I think probably the, the closest that any movie has come is uh, Tron Legacy. Where they actually dubbed the full actor Jeff Daniels and they tried yeah. to make him make him younger. Well, that's what singularity. they came close, but you can still tell singularity yeah. is achieved when a human can't tell a difference on talking on the phone between a robot and yeah. And, and, and what, I don't think we'll ever and what achieve the, that. And what the movie's trying to do John is did. it's trying to <laughs> you can totally tell he was fucking CGI. His eyebrows didn't move properly. You can always I tell your eyebrows don't move properly. Oh yeah. no bullshit! What? He, I that was he just put like a mad major surgery. Well, Jeff Daniels said he was sixty-five, but by golly, he looks twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, semantics aside, the movie, the, uh, as as our audience is probably paying attention to, the movie does raise a lot of really interesting philosophical questions. Not only in just uh, the ideas of playing God, but uh, the ideas behind. But let's keep the, going because like, I don't think the God complex comes out until till we. So David's already a little line. bit of he's an, he's an uncanny alley where he's in. He's a very he, main. He's very David. he's very realistic looking. But there's something off about him. Um, you find out, uh, so they, they go and they they land on the planet. They find a temple, what looks like a temple. Well, no, it's cool. Like the, basically, they left because they got the coordinates to mm-hmm. all these things match to a certain star, and they're what they're saying is looks like whoever these engineers that put planets on there or put humans there. on there are guiding us to where they're going. So the big, the biggest thing what we learned about was when they before they even land on the planet is that this is not some kind of uh, human space. This is a private company that built a full ship for them. And so uh, I can't remember was it a bigger imp- ship or was it Prometheus itself? It was the it was the just, whole ship. That was the whole ship. The whole ship was Prometheus. Not okay. like Alien Wars. It's a detached. Yeah, but no, I thought that was very interesting. Well, of course it is because it leads into the whole mythos of the alien but very uh, universe. Two ships, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a private yeah. organization that paid for this thing. So, so automatically, there's hints that there's ulterior ulterior motives for. Yeah, one yeah. Charlize Theron. Yeah, Char- Char- Charlize Theron plays uh, basically what's uh, well, first we see as uh, probably a higher up executive for Wayland Industries. Yeah. Later on, you find out that she's actually Wayland's uh, daughter, which is kind of a little bit of a burn at the beginning when uh, Wayland's hologram is shown. And he describes David as the son he never had, implying that I never had a son, mm. dismissing his daughter, yeah, yeah. so I built one instead. Yeah. <laughs> well, Waylon also says that he's dead. Hmm. He's like, if you're watching, watching this now, I'm dead. Because yeah. so, it's, been, it's been 200 two years. years. But was it a surprise that two he was Or two years, was it? I thought yeah. it was 200 years. No, it okay. took him two years to travel. Okay, I missed that part. But yeah, this hologram was fucking like withered. and like So even by the time they launched, he was still... I think they did give an age. He was like the a, dog 198 or something like that. He was old. Yeah, so, so human... Human medicine has gone to the point where people have extended lifespans, but they don't look pretty. No. <laughs> the CGI makes them weary. <laughs> well, it makes sense. Weird, I mean, yeah. super old looks really, yeah. 
Looks like that guy of seven. The guy that's in the bed there. <laughs> oh, the it's guy. Really the, skinnier. The star like, guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So basically, so we find out it's a corporation. Uh, they're the ones that funded the whole thing. Trillion dollars, I believe. Which is odd because it's something that's like attainable right now. You know what I mean? Like it's trillion dollars is a, an amount that's been used before. So if that's what built a fucking spaceship, I don't see why we don't just do it right now. Fair enough. But anyway, so technology. So basically, Whalen, uh, bas- what we find out once they become out of hypersleep and they're approaching this planet that they think is the home of these engineers is uh, these two people that were doing all the archaeology and, and figured this out convinced Whalen that uh, to pay for this expedition because they all just want to find out where humans came from. That's pretty much the centralized the mission for everything is where did humans come from and, and why 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 do humans exist and that's when we find out the beliefs of uh, of Shaw where she's hell bent to believe that there, there's no such thing as a god the the god is these engineers and she basically wants to meet well, them well she she no I think that uh, she defines the engineers as god because she is spiritual right yeah and the idea is that fair enough know, yeah no such thing as a god the, yeah. she's on a search for purpose right yeah. which is really interesting because I mean uh, what I got out of the movie was the fact that you know they're no different than we are and interestingly enough I mean the I think the movie gets really well really summed up very well when um Essentially, uh, what's it? Uh, Shaw's boyfriend said, uh, you know, David asks him, why did you build me? Why did you create me? And he says, because we could. The same argument could be made about the engineers. Yeah. Why would they create humanity? Because they could. Yeah. So. No, that's true. So, like, they, they go onto the planet. Uh, oddly enough, they're only on the planet a couple minutes, obviously, in movie, in movie time, and they find a temple. And they're just like, that's, that's, not, yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. not a natural it's formation. Not land right yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, so they land there, and, uh, and, and we go to the temple, which is always interesting because you get your typical expedition where you got your fucking cowboy, you very got your, in- interesting, your knowledgeable uh, chick. Des- and uh, des- a set design, too. It's got very much that whole xenomorph look what's, to it. What's the old uh, c- uh, cylinder things, though? I didn't really... The cylinders? So let's go. Okay, eggs, right, hold on. Right, okay, right, well, right before well, we go into that, well, yeah, okay, they're not eggs. Right? They're, they're cylinders eggs. full of a liquid. The black liquid. No. Yeah. Right yeah, before we get to that yeah, point, I thought the X Files. It's, it's <laughs> right before we. Get, it's actually a good connection. They're the same ones as further on when they. Anyway. Well, they look like eggs. Yeah. We can go into they're the not eggs. Right before we get there, I thought I thought it went. It did a really cool homage to Alien when they did the the mapping the mapping dogs quote unquote. Because of course that gives you, you you got an outside person that's able to map the spot and you can catch like I was really hoping they would do like a movement thing similar to the first one where it's like it's right behind you and he turns around and it's the thing of another <laughs> but anyway I thought like that little aspect of it was a cool nod to the first one where it's like okay so now you got an outside person that can see that can see exactly what's going mm-hmm. on in there one thing that confused me was this hologram thing okay so David activated it. But I, I, okay, like, hang on. So, like so they go in the ex- footage, they go into right? the yeah they go into the 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 caves, and David finds out that they're actually not caves. They're actually what looked like to be the interior hull of a ship, ship. Uh, or some sort of uh, a facility. Mm. Be, the reason he a finds building. this out is because he's he's basically curious and he's touching the walls and he finds out that it's some sort of advanced computer system. Yeah, but he's he's yeah. already been studying the way they talk yeah, exactly. and everything. So he's, he's been studying every talk. language. Yeah, in yeah. So he knows the buttons to push in. Yeah. He's basically like a walking. Wikipedia. Yeah. So yeah. at any rate, so he, which was kind of neat because like I, I remember I, I didn't catch this in the movie. I actually read it when I was online. Uh, there's a line that he says in the movie where he's like, "I've studied all the languages on Earth, bound and determined that a mixture of them is going to be the language of the engineers." Yeah, permutation. Yeah. Permutation. Yeah. So the idea is that um, uh, he activates what looks like to be some sort of holographic uh, video, 
and it shows that the the, the facility is empty. Thus, we see the space jockey for yeah, the first and, time. And these space jockeys were running away from something. It's never quite clear what it is, but uh, through through following the the security video because it's playing in real time, they find. Uh, de- they find dead bodies, uh, including one that got decapitated. When they open the chamber uh, where the one that was decapitated, they find a head that's still somewhat preserved. Yeah, they decide they to it take was it with them. Preserved, yeah. Now, incidentally, it, it, it leads into a chamber that's actually full of all these canisters. And by with a human head, and by yeah, a huge human head, which really puts the clues together. Like, oh shit, there, there was something that created us that stayed here. Yeah. And so these canisters, by exposing it to the environment, they broke the seals within the canisters. Mm. Anyway, they decide they're going to leave. Uh, why? Because the storm's coming, right? storm's coming. There's yep. some sort of storm coming. So they take the head. Some of them get lost because they decided to leave early because they got freaked out by the death. Which is odd because the mapping's still in place. Yeah, they still get lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't have the map. He's just got the... Well, yeah, those little... Well, he can still talk to the captain. It's like, guide me out. Yeah. But, but no, we'll just run in circles because that's the plot point. Well, they know, he, never, he never got a hold of the captain, though. They got lost. Him and the uh, geologist yeah. or whatever. Or No, it was a biologist. 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 So, I thought there was a geologist. There was a geologist. Yeah, the, cow, the cowboy's the geologist. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and the other guy's the biologist. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens is, so these two guys get lost in the caverns. He's setting up the movie. And uh, the other ones return to the ship with the head. Uh, but right before it cuts from where those canisters are like have been unsealed or whatever, you see... The little earthworms. Yeah, there's the there's earth. There were there's there was life in the room. That's right, and and a big one too is that you see yeah you see David sneak away a yeah, canister. Yeah, David takes a canister. David takes one of the canisters because he's very curious as to what, what they is are. in the canister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, they're bagging the head. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they return to the ship. David's with his. But hey, canister. there was the worms in the thing he drank at the first scene too, right? Yeah. That's later on. No, we're in the very first oh, no, scene, no. that black liquid. They're not worms. They're not worms. No, I, I think, uh, and, and a lot well, of people have been having conflicting theories thing. on this. They, he drank what was a little sort of thing in a cup. They, we're talking at the very beginning, the engineer that drinks that, that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same stuff that's in the... It might be. We it think. Might be. We don't know. It might be. It might be a type. You don't know. Like yeah. Because they it's were. Black. Like I said. They, yeah. But like I said, their technology it's is black. based. Like, what the same their shit. technology <laughs> is based on, bio- very on, on, on biology and genetics. So it's a very. It's black is liquid. It's very delicious. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. It dissolves you in an instant. It's the new black liquid. Black said. The today. At any rate. Um. They bring the head back. They try to revive it using. This was really cool because this was a this was another major connecting point between Prometheus and Alien. Because everyone like going back to Alien, the space jockey scene, the five minute fucking scene from from Alien was one of the most talked about scenes and mythos of that movie since since it came out. It, everyone's been talking about the space jockey. What's what's the purpose behind the space jockey? Finally identified. Them Finally identified. Things. But what I think that what what made the real cool connection. Was when they put the head on the scanner, and they're like, "It's not a head; it's a helmet." Thus, yeah. now, now that you can turn that fucking scene that I'm sure H H R blah 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 whoever Geiger, I'm sure at that scene in Alien, they just made it an unknown alien, not yeah. a, not a point of the story, but by connecting that and and made that point where it's just like, okay, that that was his helmet. Now you can actually see. The connection to the space jockey in the first well, one. Well, a lot of a lot of fans had. Oh, it's not. It's not a head. It's a helmet, and then they take it away, and, and now we're back in the Prometheus. Yeah. I thought that was really really cool. Good yeah. connector. George Lucas should have took notes. <laughs> Why? So then they uh, uh, the f- first three prequels. revive the head. So they try to revive the head once they've taken the helmet off. By sure enough, it with like an electrode. Yeah, thing. and and sure enough, they've they've activated something that was on the head, and it basically blows the head up. 
Yeah, and you yeah. can see that he's in pain. So like the this yeah, guy and so the like idea is that well, I don't think yeah, this, the reason the, the reason the security well, it would he would have been in pain. I think if he said yeah. yeah, the security yeah. the security uh, hologram showed that they were running from something, and it's implied that there might have been some sort of contagion that got released within the facility that killed them all, which is why the head blew up. Some he was still at, he was still affected by something that was feeding off of him, essentially, right? Yeah, because they this were all grabbing their heads, like, in the hologram. Yeah. yeah, this is the origin of the fucking xenomorph, right? Yeah, That's how this so, technically, started. it's leading yeah. to that. It's leading right. to that. And uh, actually, so what happens is, meanwhile, David takes a sample of that a black goo, and he decides uh, he decides black he's going goo. to report to someone. He puts on this holographic helmet, and he's talking with someone. We don't know who it is, but, I mean, for those that were kind of paying attention to the movie, it's kind of a little bit obvious that... Wayland might not be as dead as he let on. Oh well, yeah, especially when I don't think we knew it was, he runs up and is like, "What did he say?" Like, yeah. I don't think it was actually like like from even if I was really movie aware, like I, you know, I mean, you might not think it's Wayland himself, but you definitely know he's talking to the company. Company, yeah, because yeah. this is a straight back to fucking Ash, yeah, like, Ash, and, and the first movie. He's talking to the company. The company's giving him some kind of orders. Like, I didn't think yeah. it was Wayland. I thought Wayland was I dead. Didn't, I didn't realize until after yeah, she, um, she, after she pushes him up against the wall. I realized like, it early on. I'm like. Oh, yeah. It wasn't obvious when you guys saw the medical table? Why would the medical table be needed? Remember the automated oh, medical yeah, table? No, I, I never. I, not, I as had soon as I saw that table, been I'm been like, Wayland's still alive. Could have been a uh, first date. I never, I never connected. Well, oh, because it was oh, only yeah, for that that's one. that's right. It was male yeah. only at the end, but... But I didn't understand. I watched the I movie never, good. <laughs> I, must, I must have dozed. No, I never like, connected I'd, that. I'd never seen any... Like, I'd only seen, like, Alien vs. Predator prior to... You're oh, you've never seen the alien. I, I understand <laughs> this. Yeah. So anyway, so what happens is uh, let's, let's cut that out. Uh, he uh, <laughs> basically the the uh, what happens is he's having a conversation, which was which we already know it's Waylon, but uh, the audience he's having a conversation with the company, yeah. and uh, he's basically told in in direct words to uh, feed someone that that black liquid. Mm, what happens? He if chooses. You give it to somebody? Yeah, he chooses to give it to uh, what's her name's uh, boyfriend. Yeah. Be- one because he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. Well, and two just and then let's go back for a second. Be- let's go. Get some pregnancy. Hang on. Let's go back for a second that's because literally he's playing. He's playing with this goo, and that's when he puts it on his finger and he's looking at it. The black. And that's when he says the favorite, the famous quote: "Big things do come from small. Do have small yes. beginnings." So clearly, maybe he's not really experimenting. What I'm kind of leading in, he must know what this thing does. I don't think Good so. Things come from small beginnings. That was well. Why did he say that quote? That was a wicked what? Quote. Why did he say that quote? Big things have small beginnings, and he's looking right at this liquid on his finger. Because he probably assumes it's something, some some sort of technology from the from the yeah, from the. Fuck, that's a big assumption, man, and he nailed it on the head. Well, I'm sorry, you're you're saying that the big assumption is him guessing that it's some sort of technology, not that he knows what it is. I think the bigger assumption is that he knows what it is. No, well, how would he know what like, it is? How would he be able to figure that out? He Maybe must he know that it's the same stuff that was made. He was scanning the shit out of that thing. He must realize. So he knew there was there was something more to it than it just being black goo. And what I suspect is why not? It's technology. It's the future. You should put it into the fucking little scanner thing that comes out alien weapon. <laughs> <laughs> the black goo. Well, is all like it he just knows it. He must have been able to figure something out because he's a lot smarter than he well, looks. He's he done all the research. He so. was pushing all the security. No, buttons. but none he of that. None of that indicates footage. that the goo you might be a weapon. That's not indicated. Nobody knows what the goo is yet. At this I don't watch previews. I think I came up on the computer. Alien weapon. I'm but we knew. We knew because of what he drank it at the start, right? 
Didn't know it was a weapon per se, but it was going to hurt you. Fucking does. To be honest, I thought Buddy was going to sit there and dissolve. (laughs) (laughs) So what ends up happening is he ends up dipping just a little bit into what's his name's drink. Yeah, doesn't a little dab on his finger. The engineer, which implies right away that whatever that black goo is, isn't we came from it. Isn't is hang on isn't (laughs) isn't what was presented at the beginning. What I would argue is what was presented at the beginning would eventually become that black goo. So or vice versa. What, the, the, it was a weapon first, and then it became something else. Oh yeah, no, because they come, they're coming to kill Here, humans. Here's, yeah, here's no, my theory right. on it. Yeah, my theory no, on right. it is the Albert Einstein atomic atomic uh, bomb theory that uh, he created the theory of relativity originally meant for you know uh, science the progression of science. He never thought that it would ever be used to create Creator. a weapon. Yeah. So what my yeah, thought no, process yeah, is sorry, whatever that backwards. stuff was at the beginning was originally used to create life. But maybe it was later manipulated to, to destroy weaponize it. weaponize genetic material, and which, that, which is kind of ironic if the engineers use it to create life on this planet and then want to use it again to destroy. No, maybe they life. got sick of us. We've 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 done we uh, humanity has done this before. We've created things for the betterment well, of mankind and then weaponized power. it. Nuclear power is a, is a prime example. Oh yeah, right? exactly. Oh, nuclear power has been proven to to very nuclear free. Really? Yep. So was, well, no, Canada's not. We, Middle Earth is nuclear free. I yep. would expect as much. Yeah. Well, no, like it's been proven that nuclear energy is one of the cleanest. Uh, uh, well, if it's controlled, I was going to say it just has very bad consequences if it goes wrong, right? Because it's powerful, and yeah. so what I'm saying is, whatever that goo was at the beginning, that was very powerful material. It was it had the ability to create genetic life on a planet, and my my thought process is, the alien, the xenomorph, is a weaponized version of us. It's let's it's keep going. Let's, let's go into the series after because taken to its 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 it, it, the most extreme deadly version it could be. Hence, why it's a weapon. It basically it will mutate whatever it's in contact with into a weaponized agent. Basically, a creature of destruction. Okay, let's get, hold on. You, so, you got to head yourself. Anyway, what's yeah, his name? Drinks on. the liquid. Yeah. he seems fine at first. He has sex with Shaw. There's a very interesting plot point that's brought up that Shaw is barren. Yeah, she he can't, can't have, have kids. So this is brought brought right up to the table and. Sure enough, the next day he's not feeling well. You see, his eyes are completely red, which means that he's really sick. And the next squirmy thing comes out of his yeah. Eye. So you know so he's some kind of alien. Something happened to him on genetic level, but there's there's no um, there's no indication that he's melting though. No, but it happens pretty quick. They weren't in that fucking. Thing. So they're going back to the temple once the storm is over because they're trying to find the two oh, guys. Meanwhile, the two guys are spending the night in the temple thing. Oh they're, yeah, we yeah, they're, they're, oh, they're, yeah, they're lost. They cheering. end up going back into the chamber where the the, the up. yeah, basically the, those worms from jars. earlier yeah. came in contact with with uh, that black goo, like completely drenched in it. And sure enough, they've mutated into monster worms yeah. and monster worms that mask, just yeah. like in fucking. Well, he just breaks his, he breaks his arm, which I think is really good imagery because we're getting into the fact that this stuff, whatever it is, it automatically has the need to want to. Reproduce in some sort of way. So well, the idea is and destroy. So yeah, and hence why I'm thinking it's unlike the goo at the beginning, which created us as life and on, uh, on Earth. It's this also creates now, life, but yeah. it weaponizes it as as a yeah. most deadly right. version of itself. Hey, let's keep talking this out. Let's keep talking this out, Kate. Like it didn't want to reproduce. Re- it didn't want to. Re- <laughs> it didn't want to reproduce right away because it never reproduced out of that guy. Like it jumped into his mouth. Remember, he came back as a zombie. Remember that? No, zombie wrong creature? guy. Wrong guy. He didn't come back as a zombie. The guy with the that. Uh, I can't remember. How did the acid come on his mask again? He fell. 
He fell into the black liquid. Oh, and face no, first. No, 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 he was looking at it. He cut the worm in the Yeah, he was right. Out of the he was worm. He's the one that came back as a zombie. The guy okay. with the worm in his mouth, he never, we never okay, seen Okay, he just got again. killed, right? Yeah. Which leads to be an interesting one, too. You're right. He tried to cut the worm off, buddy. Yeah. Got the, the, got the acid in his face, acid. and you can tell it's just burning his but mask. But he fell, he fell face first in the into goo. Into the bag goo. Okay. So, the, and then, so, okay. Key the morning's rescue mission. We find out the, the, what's I can't remember his name. Shaw's boyfriend is sick. That's the only, that's the only point that's important they head back in there try to find the two guys they go back into the chamber they find that they're dead they find him face first into the goo dead and they find the other guy dead but they see something in his mouth and the worm just kind of jumps out and then that's the end of that one um so i think they just took oh no and then at that point uh david already got his orders from the company and they already found a malfunctioning dog that keeps going uh detecting life and then not detecting it anymore So David sent uh, David goes off on his own to find this because he didn't tell anyone that uh, particular mm-hmm. part of the story. Yeah, and then the crew starts heading back because Shaw's boyfriend is is feeling so ill. So they pick up on a life form earlier before the two of the gel. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they're like, that? we're not fucking going down there. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's that dog. Yeah. It's it's so remember it's the dog. It's the dog that's sitting at the door. And every time the door, I think that's the door's opening David. and closing, so when the door is opening, they're detecting the life form that's in stasis. Oh, and the door okay. Sh- that's sure why the captain's okay. saying so, it's, so it's, so it's David, there and then would, it's gone. Why would it be? Why would the dog not go in there like it did when David went in if the door was opening and closing? Maybe it's hung up on something. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. At any rate, David, or, question. Or maybe, maybe, maybe it's not open the door. Closing. Maybe it's just close enough to the wall where it can detect where it can pass the, yeah. past the wall, but it couldn't open it. Yeah. yeah. So, da- so David go- opens yeah, David the door. David had a bunch of the code when he got there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. David opens the door. the door, and sure enough, there's... Hold on, hold on a sec. Dog? Those, Those little, little paws. He called the, oh, yeah. the cowboy called them mapping dogs. I don't know what they're called, but... So what happens is is, uh, David finds the chamber, and sure enough, there's stasis pods that are very similar to the ones on the ship. Mm -hmm. And uh, it seems to be like that's the engineer... The engineer's uh, the the chamber, the the chamber, yeah, Yeah. which also looks like it's the the hull... The main oh, from yeah. alien. And then he cuts off the video feed to Missy back on the ship. Yeah. She's, like, on. she's like, before you get into, because you're about to connect it to alien. We don't know that yet. It's the same fucking ship of, as alien, though, right? We don't know that yet. Yeah. We don't know that yet. We do know that he activates the hologram again. And that's when he starts, that's when they start, he sees what's happening, right? Because we don't see that middle uh, driving port until the engineer activates it at the very end and mm-hmm. jumps into the seat. <laughs> so we, we see the video and it shows all these engineers that are met, that oh, met in that huge hull. And they're mapping out, they're mapping out what looks like routes to different planets, including Earth. So right there, the connection's being made, but why would they have what seems to be a weapon at this point? Because uh, all these people have been killed by it, and why are they trying to get to Earth with but it? But did right? they... Did they want to make this weapon? No. I think I gasped when I saw Earth. I was like, I think oh, that's us. Yeah, I think it was their intent. I think they tried their, to. They, they created a weapon that they were going to basically. Rever- they wanted to create a weapon. Yeah, and whatever happened, they're all running <laughs> away got from loose. their lives. Yeah. And buddies, yeah, in stasis. Right, well, let's, keep, let's keep going. Okay, so David actually watches the hologram. He sees what the aliens are doing. He, he, he learns how to activate this, this mapping system. Um, but before he does that, he actually homes in on a one stasis pod because there's like four. One of them there. is still preserved. All of them's dead except for one. One's alive. So he's found a live engineer. Yeah. Time to go grab the precious cargo. Yeah. They all head back to the ship where for some reason I think that whole zombie thing was weird. This is when this is when Shaw starts to 
Well, no, it, it's more it's more showing that this thing is a weapon. Like, so Shaw's boyfriend is the first to react. He's he's obviously changing into something. He doesn't know what it is. Charlize Theron's character is not a fan of bringing him on the ship. Yeah, oh yeah, she's and, she's and got the they're, they're, yeah. They, they, yeah, she's with the flamethrower. But uh, Shaw's boyfriend is kind of reserved to his fate, where he kind of wants to be killed. Yeah, before. he says he turns me. into something that might not be himself. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, do it. And then she's like. Yeah, they kill so, him. Everyone's like, angry at Shirley's there. How does, like, how does fuck, how yeah. do we find out that Missy's pregnant again? She well, starts to fucking. Uh, afterwards. David, David, tells David yeah, David. Yeah. Okay, so Buddy does. David knows all. Because she's all grief stricken. Yeah. Because she's all grief stricken from, uh, from, uh, from, from uh, what happened? From her boyfriend getting toasted. From her boyfriend getting toasted and. Does she. No, uh, the. What's it called? The other guy comes and attacks and she gets knocked unconscious. Right, and then that's when David Zombie her- boy that was face first that's in the goo right. yeah. Yeah, she gets shows up afterwards and like, there's someone out there, and they open it up, yeah. and it's like freaking... I, I can't remember his character name. Someone's shoulder camera just came on, and you see him in a like, little pile of fucking... He's all bent oh, and shit yeah, and shaped, and then he just like, leaps like up. A little crap, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and so like, like I said, it, it seems like it, it kind of made him into some sort of undead creature. Mm. So anyway, they end up killing him, but not before Shaw gets knocked unconscious. Not, Shaw is taken to the medical bay where David's looking her over, and David basically wishes her congratulations because she's pregnant. pregnant. He's like, you're three months pregnant. She's like, that's impossible. I'm like, of course that's impossible. He's she's like, been asleep with? for two freaking years. <laughs> He's like, Which is interesting because like, uh, then he said, it? and then right away he's uh, when she's like, "Let me see it," and he's like, "No, because this is not no, no this is not a normal, this is not a normal fetus." So Q. like most of them, she overreacts and decides to give herself an abortion. And then there was, it, was the, it was the male machine though. She's <laughs> like, "I need a hysterectomy," and he's like, hey, "What is it?" That's what she said. C-section. No, she said hysterectomy. No, she said cesarean. No, she said cesarean. cesarean. But no, but he said it's cesarean. cesarean. It was ridiculous. She said she's got only. a foreign she's body in her stomach that she needs to get out of. And then it was like, this but is hey, a male station. Then she does a manual thing to so get out. So it does man surgery Let's her. bring it back. Dude, I vividly remember hysterectomy, though. Hang on, let's bring it back. I think, no, she's going through the list of everything that it can do. Did she knock over... David or like David was trying to hold her down, but how did she get out of David's way there? I can't I remember. He just like just let her do her thing on the machine. No, I think David was preoccupied getting Waylon. No, because he knocked her Waylon, out. Waylon, he, 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 he gave her, her a sedative. Yes, and, and then, then she wakes up with the other. And two. She wakes up with the other guys, and then, and then she knocked like, out the oh, other two. She's asleep, and then she turns right. like motherfucker. I'm not. <laughs> Good, call. Good call. So at any rate, she that's she hard. runs to that medical unit that's in the private chamber, and she tries to give herself an abortion. It won't respond because it's a male chamber, which automatically yeah. leads yeah, us I to I the didn't. end of, of Waylon. The final clue about Waylon. Yeah, I was like, what? So she goes she goes on it anyway, and just says she she puts in that she has a foreign body. In her stomach, it cuts out whatever's in her. A squid, a alien. this weird yeah, squid, squid creature. It was a fucking, it's a baby cuckoo, and you can see it like just <laughs> yeah. moving and wiggling, and she like, and it gets frozen. Really and she's like screaming. Uh, yeah, she like said decontaminate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it gets, and it gets frozen. I think she's trying Make to kill it. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Onto your arm like an octopus? Um, no, no. The freaky as hell, man. You're like because um they poop when you pull them out of the water. Pretty much that movie. Pretty much that movie. Like squid jigging, man. Well, that movie basically, if if anyone was trying to take a girl to that movie to get laid that night, it wasn't going to happen <laughs> oh, after that man. scene. This is what happens. Unless they're seeding you. Like tentacle scenes now. Well, you just got to watch the right anime. No, but I mean, like, you don't just don't watch hentai. I'm not watching hentai. Well, then don't watch hentai because that's what it is. No, I'm just saying. But there's always like weird little things that pop up in anime that make me go, oh no. Like what? 
Okay. The time her it buddies eat out this. turning very red. The time her buddies <laughs> eat out this chick, and then they cut to like inside her, and you see the tongue of the. the, the it was pretty uh, fucked. Todd, do you want to talk about this on here? What's, What's the name of that movie? Zero nine dot avi. So, okay, so she breaks out of the fucking. Fuck she, 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 she gives the herself basically thing. a manual abortion and she freezes or decontaminates whatever that thing is. Kill. It basically it's still alive, And though. leaves it, we don't leaves know it that. in the room. We don't know that till the end. Yeah, it's like the dog pops out. Popped out Meanwhile, Waylon and who. Uh, Waylon. No, it closed up the thing. It closed up the thing. She had to, she had to decontaminate. decontaminate. Yeah, yeah, we think it's dead. Cool. Meanwhile, Waylon and the rest are in a, in in another chamber. She walks out just to come face to face with Waylon, who she thought was dead. Yeah, and he basically and she's like hobbling along. Yeah, and he kind of, he kind of admires her for being able to do what she did to get rid of it. Yeah, and he basically says asks if she wants to come along to go meet their makers. Yeah. So sure enough, they they go back to the chamber with. Well, that's when we learn. Actually, it's one thing with Waylon too, where we learn that he doesn't really give a shit about meeting them. He wants to stay alive. He wants and to he know And he thinks they secrets. can do it. He wants yeah. to know the secrets. No, no. He just wants to be alive. He wants to remain alive. That's one thing he said. He wants oh, yeah, to yeah, yeah. fix he me want, to stay alive. He, he wants, wants to be immortal, immortal right? So, which I thought was interesting because he didn't give a shit, of, he didn't give a shit about these guys. He just says, yeah. they must be able to make me immortal. That's what right? he's looking for on this new planet, right? Yeah. So they go and they reanimate the frozen engineer. Yep. Um, there's a lot of confusion when he first wakes up. He's basically like sitting there, and they're all arguing amongst themselves because <laughs> they don't know what. To, first, they don't know what to ask him. Secondly, they want to know why they would create a weaponized agent. All these. Well, Shaw wants to know why. Yeah, yeah. All these questions. I think Shaw put it together that finally, it's a weapon. Yeah, finally, David. Well, I mean, I think or it was implied it, once it, those it worms were trying to kill him. Why do you want to kill us? So yeah. as soon as as soon as uh, da- uh, as soon as David gets all the thoughts together, well, actually, he only asks Wayland's question. And I forget what Waylon's question was. It's something to do with being immortal. Yeah. It's something, can you fix me or can you yeah, make so, me Yeah, so sure enough, um, uh, the the engineer understands what David's saying. He, he caresses his face and him. then just pulls off his head. Did and he then pull, tra- did he caress it? Or thought he he just caresses it at it. first and then he just grabs him with his other hand and rips off his head. Why did he rip off his head? I wonder if he, he knew. I wonder if he knew. Creation creation I don't remember the caressing. I thought he just fucking decked him. You don't remember? No, yeah, he like. No, no, he was yeah, asking the question like, and then he put his hands up up to his cheek and he kind of does kind of a smile yeah. and then his other hand grabs him. Then I'm willing to bet that he when he put his hands to his cheeks, you're not. What He's we created. Like, you're not a Bang. person. But why would he kill the humans too, though? Because maybe he thought they were all like that. Maybe he was pissed off that they created or maybe he had a artificial mission. life. Could be. Or maybe he had a mission. So fucked up that they're because maybe this. Uh, like my my thoughts on it is they created they created human life <laughs> on Earth, and they were trying to erase what they created. But the reason is why it's right? a, it's at this point when, when we start learning that this is a ship because the captain's on the Prometheus. Uh, he eventually finds some sort of pattern that the dogs created for the mapping. He kind of deletes everything, and then you see the famous ring ship from Alien. So he's, he's like, like, "Oh, that's oh an actual God, ship." It's a ship. It's at a that ship. point, at that point, everyone's dead, uh, and uh, Shaw's escaping the engineer. Active. The engineer then plugs in a code, and within where he was, like, comes out. He's the, activating the ship. Com- comes out, comes out that famous seat, and then he sits down into it, and now we get that mm-hmm. famous scene from the trailer. He's in the exact same position as the fucking space jockey. So the ship starts warming up where Shaw realizes 
he's going to do something. Oh, and it zooms into a coordinate on Earth. That's where Shaw sees that he knows he's heading to Earth. Yeah. So, so anyway, the, the, it's getting ready to leave, and Shaw tries to communicate with the captain, basically telling him what's going on. The only way to destroy they it. Can't yeah. it. They can't let it. They can't let it leave because it it's got some Earth. sort of weapon, right? There's no home to go to. There, no, there'll no, be no, no home no, to go. So the captain Where'd decides to basically go all kamikaze and crash the. Which is a good scene, actually, with him yeah, and the against, Chinese guy. Yeah. You guys get to the light because there is a lifeboat, mm-hmm. and it's like the private one from Wayland. Yeah. Wayland. Well, there's also the escape pods. There's a lifeboat. The lifeboat can sustain you for a few years. So he gives the option to the crew. Everyone get in the lifeboat. It's pretty cool. The crew's like you can't do this by yourself but who takes the deal fucking what well, i can't remember Charlie. the case charlie's there it's the wayland employee or she takes the deal she jumps yeah, into, into like, the pool i don't know why lifeboat life. reminds me of halo it does actually well yeah. to me it's reminded me of halo afterwards their, their plan works they, they they basically collide head on with with the ship before it can leave orbit and it crash lands um but why did the lifeboat not head to earth Mm-hmm. It's not a spacefaring. It's just it's enough to, it's just to keep oh, the land oh, on a planet and you. stay there. And then give us distress call to something like yeah. the fucking oh. aliens. Or I don't so think it's got a warp the drive. Ship, or <laughs> the ship, quite incidentally, because, because like I said, Charlize Theron is, like you said, Charlize Theron Her escapes the pod. fucking horrible. And, and she crash lands right where the ship is crashing, and sh- she ends up getting crushed. Shaw survives, though. <laughs> instead, of, instead of running two feet to the left, she runs 20 feet straight, yeah. and it rolls on her. Everyone's dead, Weak. and uh, it's funny because I didn't know that was Charlize Theron. Yeah, everyone's think- dead, and Shaw is basically making her way back to that that's that life one boat, the lifeboat. And when she starts getting contacted by David, yeah, well, no, no, she no, runs she's, out of she's she's she's, she's running out of oxygen, but she gets into the lifeboat and she peeks into that medical room where she sees the medical table destroyed, and all of a sudden this tentacle grabs the window. So yeah. her babies kind of become full grown. But then all of a sudden, baby, you hear David's voice. Just Can like you hear me, early. Shaw? Yeah. He's coming for you. Yeah, and yeah. Key so the, the, the engineer that was uh, was piloting the ship survived and came to try to, came to try to kill her. Yeah, she's trying to fight him off. He's like fifteen feet. She's she's no match for it. But what she decides to do is open the door to the medical chamber, and the giant tentacle creature basically grabs, grabs the engineer, the engineer. Yeah. and looks like it eats him. It looks like it's eating. Him. I don't think it didn't look like it's eating him to me. All you oh, see is this like massive struggle. You it see lands, massive... it lands right on top of him. No, they're standing up the whole time. No, and then it lands on it top of him after over. the fight. I don't think we saw that. All we yeah. saw, all we saw, was the fucking massive teeth, and all I can think of is that movie fucking teeth. Nah. And then all of a sudden, oh, like, oh, no. and all of a sudden, you just see the fucking no, one yeah. tentacle whip into his mouth, cut to uh, no, cut yeah, the shot you're going to the other one. Right, because mm. when it cuts to it at the end, then it's on top of him. Yeah, at the end, he's down, and then you see the okay, fucking. So at any rate, uh, what ends up happening is uh, 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 Shaw decides to go back to the ship. Uh, she's she, trying to get David because well, she's talking to well, David. Well, no, because David then tells her there's more than one ship. Mm. Yeah, so he's like, can and, you operate them? Yeah, yeah. yes. And he's like, I'm he's like, of course I can, idiot. And that's pretty much how that. Goes. And so David her and her magic it, head decide <laughs> to take one of the ships, and they leave the planet to find basically not to go back yeah. to Earth. No, but to it's go so funny. I was like, I can save you. I can save you. Well, she said that she said the word. She's like, I want to know why. I want to know why they create us and why they're trying to kill us. Because I think David said, he's like, are we going to go back to Earth? And she's like, no. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They plotted uh, yeah. Earth. Can you plot their own home world? And yeah. David said, Back, yes. Yeah. yeah. David's so, like, I think I can. Yeah. yeah. So their plan it. is her and the magic head are going to go try to find <laughs> magic. Literally <laughs> in her... Uh, what? She, she took his body. Remember, she oh, was, yeah, that's true. She was yeah. fucking really... Yeah. It's still kind of funny, though, because I just pictured her with the head, like, kind of like Wilson style. <laughs> that's yeah. like, I'll Let's go. David, what are we going to do, David? So basically, it, it, it worked like out pretty good when because he's got Bender's head that one time. It, yeah, the scene kind of cuts to them where you see a, a ring ship off in the distance, kind of go into fucking warp, and then you're just waiting for the credits to roll. 
and all of a sudden it kind of cuts to black and then you all of a sudden you see in, inside the lifeboat lifeboat, you see an engineer on his back and then you see the squid thing dead right beside him like laying out yeah. and then all of a sudden you hear the one the, the, the chest crack yeah. and shit's on because oh, no, no. I wasn't expecting that I always I said it to all you guys where like I know me and Ben were talking about it me and Tito were talking about it I was like all I want to see in this movie is a face hugger and I think I nodded someone who I was sitting next well, to in the that, movie technically you would you and we did, did see the, goo so, the first time it came and sucked his fucking we milk. did so that I thought that was it I'm like oh really Scott you saw Ridley Scott gave us a bullshit fucking face hugger but oh no he brought me all the way he brought me all the way to come but he didn't he brought me all the way to comic. But he didn't. That wasn't... God that bless Ridley Scott for finishing me off. That wasn't the Xenomorph, though. It was... If it's, that's not a fucking, fucking Xenomorph... It's, it's a proto-Xenomorph. It's, it's, it's fucking two chromosomes It's a generation... Off. Exactly. It's but still that the makes same all the difference. Thing. You know what makes us different from dolphins? Just maybe one or two chromosomes. And it's not even chromosomes. <laughs> yeah, it's man. fucking... Uh, no, it is chromosomes. Sorry. Yeah! yeah. I, thought, I thought we were talking about... It's like a fucking... Anyway, so we're 99% the same. You hear the chest crack, and then all of a sudden he so fucking So the implication is, whatever this creature is, which looks a lot like the alien, is basically a cross between the engineers and humans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but... A weaponized version because of Because one thing we missed, that yeah, Shaw weaponized. made a very good point when she did a DNA strip off the head, the DNA matched humans' DNA to a T. Yeah. yeah. So that was, a, that was a pretty big plot point. So the idea is uh, by... Uh, I'm gonna talk about another movie after this, but no, the, one the movie for sure. Whatever that, whatever that alien creature is, it ended, ended, it ended up laying the eggs in the in the in the ruins of the next of the other vessel. Oh, you're 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 assuming a lot here, sir. What would have? What else would have laid those eggs? We don't know. There is a part two to this. There's going to be a part two to this. I think there's. I think there's well, much yeah, more to this it, story. It, Prometheus two. Lifeboat. I don't think that's the same planet just yet. Has, is that confirmed that that's the same planet that connects to Alien? Okay, so what you're implying is it might be an entirely different. Planet. Uh, I, I don't think it's the same planet. No. I don't think it's the same planet either. Maybe well, a little because they can't breathe on the an alien. They can't breathe on it. See, but um, that's a good can't point, breathe, actually. No, if they can't breathe on the planet. Yeah. Normally, they can't. It was in, it? No, it was, it was inside the ship. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's so, right. Because they're like, yeah, they're yeah. like the whatever levels are like off the so, Argon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what ended up happening, though, um, what, I, I, at least the connection I made, whatever that creature is, it ended up laying the eggs. It ended up uh, impregnating a different jockey because there were several ships. It's true, very and true. And then they came in, and what? It, then they were impregnated by those face huggers, which would eventually become the xenomorph that we know. I think there's too much story right here now to to. Uh, I think Ridley Scott wrote something. Or no, I don't think he. Need, I don't think he needs to make a sequel, and I, I think, think the, I think it'll be a little. There bit will disappointing. be. A I think it would be because nice. a lot of thought went into Prometheus. Yeah, and my concern true. is that if he's going to spit out a sequel and in two years' like, time, but maybe go to maybe has tiny planet and find the who's the writer? Yeah, it was like ten who's years the writer for Who who wrote for me this? Uh, it was Scott and someone else. Maybe they already have one written. Maybe they got two written. Maybe. They do that. They keep her going, right? Well, Just no. Like, look, look, but look, his next project is a Blade Runner. No, you're right. You're uh, Blade right. Runner sequel slash prequel. I don't know what it is, but apparently it's supposed to take place in the same universe as Alien now. Which that interests me to no end. Which is it, which is really good because the whole idea behind Blade Runner was the simulants, uh, artificial life, right? Yeah. But uh, and like a successful movie is a movie that makes us do exactly what we're doing right now, talking about it, right? Like, like, like pulling it apart. Well, like pulling it apart and speculating. It leaves it leaves like Inception, greatest ending in the world because it leaves you wondering what happened, right? And it leaves yeah. you to argue about what happened. Well, right? it was obviously about dreams. How do you know what? What if that top was? What if that top toppled over? What if it was like no, but the, the movie is about top. dreams. <laughs> Agreed. No, but like, how do how do you know whether he was streaming? What if he was streaming? Exactly. Yeah, you don't know. 
but yeah, that, that, to me that's wild. Like that, like that, that <laughs> ending so. made that movie fucking what it is it because is my favorite fucking movie. you're just like trying to Shutter Island here. <laughs> well, he goes Shutter. he goes so hard to try to get his kids back, and like yeah, did yeah. he just did he just accept the fact that he never will? So was, might as well do he, it in a fucking, fucking dream. Dead? Could be They're anything. All tripping on us. But to me, that's what uh, what made dictates a successful movie is fucking theories and, and, yeah. and like, that, and I think the whole point of that first five minute scene in Prometheus is to get people talking. Was that wasn't even Earth? Did that have yeah. anything to do with anything? Like did Earth. that? We don't yeah. know, right? Well, yeah, it was like kind of like Avatar type of movie, right? But a lot more grim than Avatar. Avatar was beautiful. Well, well Avatar um, to me had no fucking had no complex story at all. It was it was cut and dry. I well, obviously, yeah. Avatar. It's entertaining. You've never seen Avatar. No. Damon, uh, I haven't seen a lot. Oh, Damon Lindoff. Damon yeah, Lindoff and awesome. Joe yeah. wrote it. So I bet you any yeah. money that Lindoff got a fucking bigger story. Lindoff, man, he's right. a wicked writer. I guess we'll see. I know. To me, like it's it, it, it's watch it. it's oh, hold on. It even said hold on. Even we'll probably sit around this table. I mean, well, what I would say it? is like Avatar? what I really liked well, about I Alien is that oh. Ridley Scott made a really good self encompassed story that then other people took and they created a mythos off of it. I mean, James Cameron made Aliens, which really developed on the creature itself. Like it's it's a hive colony in Aliens, which is the, what how it got changed. There's a queen and there's soldiers, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it made it into an action movie as opposed to a horror movie. Right? Okay, so listen to the okay, listen to this one. This is off the Wikipedia page so take it with a grain of salt sequel during the March 17th uh, WonderCon Scott stated that the film leaves many questions unanswered and that these questions could be answered in a sequel saying if we're lucky there'll be a second part it does leave you with some nice open questions asked if a sequel would be a direct prequel to Alien uh, Damon Lindoff said if we're fortunate enough to do a sequel it's going to expand the universe of Prometheus and go further away from Alien in June of 2012, Lindov stated that while plot elements were deliberately left unresolved so that they could do a sequel, they wrote it enough that it could be left as a standalone movie. So they didn't write a second part. So you're well, right. I, I would say that's. Uh, I you're right. It, it, let someone else do it because that way they could no, create a, good an entirely different mythos. Good from point. It. You're, you're right. If they, if they didn't write a sequel, if they try to write one now, if you look it might into be the, if you go if you go into the um, the mythos of the creature itself in Alien, we find out that it's some sort of invading body. In Aliens, we find out that they're a hive colony. They have a queen. Yeah. They, they, they're very much like ants and in part three you find out that not only are they like ants but they take on the traits of whatever they incubate in yeah the dog so if it's one. human it'll be human like yeah. if it's a dog it'll come out dog like like yeah, yeah so, which is pretty interesting I and then the rest of the movies didn't have anything well, no, to do with no part the, four which was actually part, written by Joss Whedon yeah part four um, sucked though <laughs> what are you talking about the hybrid uh, idea was I love, I love like the uh, what's it called uh, what's the fourth one called again? Resurrection, Resurrection. Resurrection yeah. where Ripley's Ripley's been kind of the yeah. clone. Yeah, yeah they, they, that movie went through like production nightmare though. Yeah, the uh, Serena Weaver said no. They literally had to come up with a truckload of money to her fucking. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. please, <laughs> add a couple more zeros, maybe. I think yeah. they, well, and it also retcon. Uh, Prometheus is now retcon Alien versus Predator because in Alien versus Predator, Wayland's in that movie. Yeah, uh, played by the oh, guy hey. who played Bishop, which is interesting because then the, the implication is that Bishop was modeled after Wayland. Right? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Is, yeah. yeah, and so then that's, that's, that's where you got the company that merged uh, yeah. Wayland Yamoto. Yeah, I totally forgot about that because Yamoto got the the Predator gun at the end of yeah, Requiem. It's interesting. Uh, they they were talking about uh, Predator uh, recently, and they were saying how the Predator creatures that that species their um, their technology isn't they theirs. It, they're bounty hunters, so as such, whatever species that they they basically hunt. They they also adopt their technology if it betters their t- their uh, their hunting. <laughs> Another species has known them doing that. Yeah, the Borg. 
It all ties in together. Oh my god. Fuck, where are we going to rate that one? Talk about fucking Star Trek, are we? <laughs> I fucking love Star Trek. Eight pack. Only three in. <laughs> Not enough beer for Stacy. What's your thoughts on Prometheus? Because we couldn't get you to shut up for the whole, movie, the whole show. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> you just got to learn to talk over them. I know. That's what I do. Well, I try. must be dominant. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not a fan of the other alien movies. I haven't seen them. I'm not really cultured with them. So I haven't seen them, but I know I hate them. It worked. I seen them, but I've seen years ago. I mean, it worked as a standalone movie for me. So I was never a huge fan of alien movies. Blow my mind until away, Prometheus. But- Bingo! Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't involved in the mythos. She's I knew about the space jockey. For me, being like, someone can save me. Yeah, my knees oh pretty my much God. touched my nose during the entire movie. I know. I, me I, too. I, I, like, I had my sweater like pulled up over my head. It was. Great. Well, there's a whole there's a whole reproductive element to the movie that that's the kind of the horror. The itself, sexual right? side. Like I thought, I thought the I thought the whole like the the freakiest scene was when she was trying to get rid of that thing. In her oh, yeah, that yeah. was that was, she was getting that the most Oh, what the fuck is coming out of there? Yeah, that was most cringy. That was awesome. That was the best scene of that fucking movie. Right? Yeah, that was. That was. That was Not good. That was the most cringing one for me. It was me. amazing, but I was still like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys God. are freaking out. Yeah. So it was a good yeah. movie. Um, to it, me, I think it brought back. It shows that sci-fi horror still has a place. You, uh, I think sci-fi horror hasn't lost a place. Always it's, have a place. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's since then. It, Name a mainstream sci-fi horror in the last ten years. Previous. He's got the predator. Right. Was Prometheus? It's like Freddy versus Freddy versus Jason. Jason X. (laughs) But no, seriously, name name a mainstream original uh, A movie, a sci-fi horror. Sci-fi horror mainstream. Prometheus. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody? I got it. Not including Prometheus. (laughs) Well, with the exception of Alien or Predator. Alien I don't know if you call the, uh, I can include that. Alien Cowboys and Aliens. That's an action. It's not a horror. You could argue that. <laughs> How about War, War of the Worlds, man? Chlorophyll, okay, so now you're talking. War, War of the Worlds is all right. Yeah, War of the Worlds, okay, now you're talking. Yeah. But I, Super 8? I still think that... Independence would, did? I still think deemed action more than fucking horror, but... Well, Super Mars 8, Attack? Then. Mars Attack. I love that movie. <laughs> that fucking... That's a great film, man. Uh, Comedy horror nah, sci-fi. Nah. <laughs> Sorry, let's go around the table. Uh, what would you give it out of five? Tito? Why Prometheus. What, why you, like, I, I'm curious. What got five out of five for you? Your does little Totsky hats. <laughs> You're like, five, solid five. four out of five. I'm like, the fuck does that mean if everything's four out of five in your head? Well, that means it's a fucking... Uh, it, mediocre movies? Get a, get a three. Shitty wait, movies wait, okay, get Okay, what got a three? What got a three? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Right, Every time I see your post, it's like a solid four Totsky hats out of five. Do ten. Do ten because it's easier to fuck around with, right? How's it easier out to of, fuck around ten. with? No, no, we'll five just go with five. Go with five. Go with ten. No, there's too much room for movement with ten. <laughs> what do you not? So what, what's a five out of five movie for you? you should, okay, well, well because right, this is Cinephiles. Cinephiles, let's go by the comics grading system. It's out of ten, but it's in point system. So the idea is that, like... Um, mint, that, do the near, mint, near, near mint condition <laughs> oh, would be hi. anything 8.5 and above. Stacy, Prometheus? Two Oreos out of five. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's a low score. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty low. I mean, it had some shock score. factor for me, but... Other than that, shitty great. story. It was good. And nothing with the mythos, nothing. Meh. 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 Well, what got a solid five out of me? Inception. Yeah, brutal. Buddy. I think that was in your flawless story. It wasn't even a story. It was a fucking dream. It was. That's, that's what <laughs> yeah, we Someone, someone, grab his mic, okay, please. Am I? Am I? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm about to ruin this movie for you guys. Um, Christopher Nolan has said no, that stop. at the end, it was it, he was awake. 
I call bullshit on that. Oh no, Christopher Nolan wouldn't have said that. Well, yeah, but he says every every single time that you see his children's children, they don't see his face. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the idea is when he sees their face, it's because he's awake. Uh-huh. But we didn't see their face in that movie. In the end, did we? You do at the yep. end because yeah. he looks yeah. outside yeah. in the park yeah. and they yeah. look at him. Yeah. Uh, that makes Hi, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Oh, that ruined my whole life. Now, yeah. no, to me, that fucking made it better. Second, six, <laughs> fucking six out of five. <laughs> the second thing, solid six out of five. The six. The the other thing I'm going to say about Inception is. I think it's superbly directed. I think it's an, an amazingly directed movie because of the fact that every single scene is explained before it happens in that movie, which is actually a yeah. testament for kind of – it's kind of terrible writing if you think about it because <laughs> if you have to explain what's going to happen before it happens, it's not proper storytelling. But the movie is so entertaining that you just don't care. Like you're, you're in the point where you're literally like – in, in the oh, third no, act, when the third act, when they start getting attacked by all the security guards, it, it's like he's like, oh, he's weaponized his mind. <laughs> it's yeah. just like the, they, they actually take a beat to say, oh, these are, you know, these are uh, weaponized security forces. Yeah. Like, okay, you want to know? It's hard for me to. Okay, here's my. Hard, man. Let me. You want? You don't want to know my grading system? I'll explain my grading system. My grading system goes on shock value, entertainment value. Because that's what I go to a movie for. Do I go to a movie to solve my fucking issues? No, I want to go get entertained, right? A movie that was a very close uh, five out of five Toski hats. Uh, I was going to say The Cooler, but no, that was his first movie by Wayne Kramer. Uh, Running Scared. The, uh, the one with like Paul Walker. Yeah. Just fuck off. Hey, shut up and listen. You, you sit there and watch it, and to me, it just got more fucked and more fucked and more fucked. And, it, like, and to me, like an you, you literally... Not an action movie, man. They brought in the fucking... The, the child molesters. Like, that is absolutely unreal for a movie. I thought that was crazy. That's That was my problem with the movie. It was all unreal. I'm like, uh <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, just, it just keeps... It, I mean, if you're going... This is coming to, from a guy that Thor could happen. Thor is true. <laughs> no, I said Thor could happen within the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Thor... <laughs> Because it did happen within the Marvel universe. Anyway, Jackass. okay, this is that, those like I said, and Inception was one of the same too. Like it, it, it just no, I'm kept, not saying it's not entertaining. It's a highly entertaining movie. It's but just, that's my grading system. You, you're curious about my grading system. I just told you my grading system. So that's that's how I go by right by entertainment value. Okay, by entertainment value. Yeah, by entertainment value. No, I, I like I like thought provoking. That? That's what it comes down to. Now I, I, I'm, I'm no I'm, I'm like the thing is like uh, I enjoy entertaining movies as much as the next person. I love Independence Day. Independence Day is such a like shut off your brain and just watch movie. It's so fun to watch, especially when that dog it, uh, jumps just out of the way of the exploding flames. I think that's hilarious. But which um, one's that again? Oh, the, in, the, in, the in the tunnel, right? When uh, uh, I like the speech, Prometheus. By the uh, Prometheus actually has the qualities in movies that I really uh, enjoy, where you can discuss them afterwards. Yeah. Which uh, basically thought provoking, uh, which would put uh, Inception up there for me. Even though the fact, like I said, it's not the greatest. Ri- it's not the greatest writing in the movie. But then again, is Avengers really well written? I think it's really entertainingly uh, written. Asgard does it, exist, but it hits. It hits the notes very, very fast, and it kind of had to, right? So, like, you could find flaws in all movies. That being said, my favorite movie, uh, like I said before, is Vanilla Sky because it's open to so many interpretations, yeah. right? Uh, that's so. Good. so give us a rating out of five. For Prometheus? Yeah, fuck the ten. Give me a five. 9.0. <laughs> 9. So okay. what is that? Like, four and a half? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be half nine. 9.0. <laughs> so remember what he said. Eight, anything above 8.5 was near mint, right? Yep. Yeah, the only the only reason I don't give it a ten out of ten is just because the subject matter. I think it's been treaded on enough times in other movies, yeah. uh, and and possibly a lot better depending on the movie that you watch. Um, honest, oddly enough, one of the best movies that actually explores the whole 
condition of the difference between man and machine and all that Fuck stuff. Right, so. Like, is uh, fucking uh, Terminator. Terminator 2. Yep. Terminator 2, specifically. Yep. That one line, I know it's corny as hell, but it's delivered at such a good moment where he's like, I know now why you cry, but it is something that I can never do. But I watched that movie, I'm like, this is so awesome. And even with the <laughs> thumbs up and all that, it's so corny, but it's highly entertaining. And throughout it's the suiting. movie... Throughout the movie, you have this whole thing where, like, he's a killing machine. He's supposed to be protecting this kid. Yeah. But by the end of the movie, even though he doesn't feel emotion, he starts to kind of understand. And yeah. have, you seen the, have you seen that movie with the extended cut? The director's cut. Yeah. The director's cut. Basically, they, they explain that last scene a lot better in the director's they cut do. where they reset his chip. Yep. So he it, basically, he's a computer capable of actually understanding human emotion. But he's limited because the idea is the more he interacts with humans, the more he'd become human. He can adapt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The, um, the difference between Terminator and Alien, like, it gets more out of me, like, the more organic side of, like, a, you know what I mean, machine, more mm-hmm. organic, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, no, I see. No, you I see what, what you're saying. It gets more emotion out of you, right? Where, like, where Terminator, Terminator was much more machine, yeah. where Alien is much but, more But, I mean, you could argue, I mean, Terminator, Terminator 2 isn't a better movie than Prometheus in terms of, like, Conversational-wise, like oh, the, look at the layers really of to discuss, yeah. But I thought it it dealt with certain subject matter a little bit better. I mean, you got a whole two thousand one feel as well in Prometheus, where like there's this whole thing about like humanity reading, reaching its absolute cusp and trying to figure out what what the meaning of life and what God is, right? And that's what two thousand one is. Basically, two thousand one is this monolith was God to them, and they're trying to understand. Oh, what it is. for some two thousand one. Okay, yeah, it took me a minute to catch on. All right, nine point so four point five. All right, Bensky, give us a rating. Don't change my rating. Don't I'm going to say like the difference between Prometheus and Alien to me was obviously the CGI, whatever you want to call it, the fucking well, yeah, quality like, of the movie. Yeah, so but I'll give it that's. When you when it comes to this type of shit, like especially with Star Wars and the prequels, exactly, yeah, you got to go down to you got to go down to story I'm sucker, wise. Man, I'm right? a sucker for it. Prometheus was visually well done. I thought I'll give Alien a three point nine, and I'll give Prometheus a four. The three D was uh, was superb. Actually, it was it, yeah. it was really good. I thought it was it was beautifully done. It looked it wasn't really as good really good. As, uh, the Avengers, obviously, that was the best three D I've ever seen, but it was pretty good. Prometheus. Well, Avengers got a lot more action to it, right? Avengers, the whole movie was 3D. Every I, single I loved, fucking scene. I love the scene in Prometheus where they're where they're doing the whole mapping thing of the universe. Yeah, that was really Earth. cool. Yeah. That 3D was amazing. Yeah, was. See, I love like that kind of stuff in a movie. Off. I love And to me, astrology. I'd be very yeah. interested to see that scene if it was converted, not shot. Like, his previous was shot in 3D using 3D cameras. Yeah. I'd be re- I would love to see that converted and compare the two. Because I really think converting ruins a fucking movie. Was that the difference between Avengers and... Avengers was converted. Avengers was converted. I know, and I, I why think... Why was the 3D better? I don't think it was. was well, no, that's just a matter of opinion, really. Uh, it, it is. I it thought is the 3D subjective. was close to being on par. Avengers, Avengers, what made the 3D and Avengers good was because it was actually supervised. It, was, seen it, it wasn't just... Same with Titanic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. And even Titanic, I didn't think it was that... I, I, I just think there's a noticeable difference between a conversion 3D and shot Speaking of Avengers, they're talking about re-releasing it now. Yeah, hang on, let's, let's keep going around the table. I want that. to talk about that, too. All right, so... Your rating? Three and a half out of five. Three and a half? I was either on the edge of my seat or in the back of my seat, but, like, I enjoyed I enjoyed it, but it wasn't, like, mind-blowing. Mm. No, it's good. Or anything. Like, I'm, like, I'll sit down and watch it again, probably, like, over and over. I gotta and see it again, yeah, But I'm sure. not... I don't like, think I'll go to it again. I'll, I'll wait to yeah, I'll wait to go out to yeah. it again. But like I, I liked it. Yeah. Like I said, I, I give mine a four solid Toski hats out of five, just for the fact that it, it's talkable. It's it's thought provoking. That's a good word yeah. use. I was very entertained. Uh, there was just some flaws to it. Like to me, like I, I like flow. And like and them, them two getting lost. Like when they can just go, Captain, can you find the exit? Like to me, it doesn't ruin a movie, but it's just like what the fuck. You know what I mean? Which you can find that out of any film. Yeah, but there's right? a storm. You couldn't contact the ship. 
They were talking to him all night. Through the storm? Remember? It's what, the only reason, why they, couldn't, the the story, only reason yeah. why they didn't know what happened to them is because the cat went to fuck... Uh, remember when he's like, Show are you a robot? And then took off. One of the, you remember that? That's when he went and fucked Charlie and Sarah. That's why he couldn't see all the shit that was happening to him because he wasn't there. You may have been napping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the good aspects of this film that we haven't discussed that I thought was really cool, I'll just say it right quick, is the name Prometheus. I thought that flowed yes. really good with it. Well, what does Prometheus mean, Tito, in uh, It's the Spanish? great... It, it's, 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 <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it in Hebrew? No, it, it, it's, uh, it's the God who... It's the basically God, the yeah. God who took pity on man, so he gave them fire. He was eventually punished for it. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was. No, I thought he, he, wanted, was he wanted man to be on par with the gods, like he thought. Yeah, he took pity on man. Is that a Greek yeah. god, Prometheus? Yeah, Prometheus, and oh, he was punished for it. He was. He was basically. Interestingly enough, Sent he was. Like Hades, he was. Uh, no, he was. He was basically uh, uh, tied, tied to a rock, and so that a buzzard would come and feed on his entrails on a daily basis. Prometheus <laughs> is. Interestingly a, enough, that's what the engineers created as a creature that essentially is. Born from you know, spilt. Prometheus is a titan, culture hero, and trickster figure who, in oh, Greek mythology, is credited with the creation of man from clay and the thief of fire for human use. Well, I don't know much about the, the titans. titans. I know about the, the, the Greek gods. I mean, the, the, ah! titans, the titans Bad. were the parents of the yeah, of the twelve gods. For anyone doesn't know, I'm actually being hacked. Destroyed right now. Yes, I am. Detected. being hacked. He knows too much. The alien where? Okay, oh so my I gosh, the podcast vault. <laughs> okay, like I said, four out of five for me. I thought it was very thorough. Zero I thought, nine I thought dot it was ABI. Good. Uh, if you want to go in Tito scale out of ten, a near mint condition, I'll give it. I'll give it seven and a half. It's thoroughly and uh, it's thoroughly entertaining. Yeah, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed. It. I gotta see it again because I was half asleep during it. So. I don't think I'll go to the theaters. I'll wait. You picked up a lot for being half asleep. Oh yeah, well. Mm-hmm. So before oh, we go, it was just like this. Before we cut this one, Tito, you want to say what you said again? Bringing out Avengers re-release? Uh, yeah, so the Avengers, uh, there talks about re-releasing the Avengers with all the deleted footage, making it a three-hour cut of the movie for the fall. And that would solidify it. Uh, if, if it can make just another 100000 it will solidify it as all, uh, as second-place champ of all time. It's coming out, it's coming out of Blu-ray Titanic. fall, too. Right before it would so come what, out first on Blu-ray. Place of time? What? First place is Avatar. Second place is Titanic. Third place is Avengers. Right I now. think it'll definitely take over Titanic for the re-release. If it re- if it has the re-release. Love stories. Yeah. I know. Titanic was good. So I guess the next cinephiles will probably be either Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And, or Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, we'll do Spider-Man. We'll do one for Spider-Man. We'll do one for Dark Knight. So you didn't Knight. buy me a ticket to Dark Knight? I was going to. He said no. Tito finishes off with the epic deal. So, okay, we got everyone's ratings. Avengers is coming out uh, for the re-release. I really think that will take the... I'll go see it again. Just... Yeah. For the hell of it, I'll go see it again too. I got it's been a hundred thousand dollars on Avengers, <laughs> so I'm based Titanic. Nice. Yay. Um, send this out there, sir. Okay, hang on. Next time on Cinephiles, will Totsky get rid of that stupid rating system? Will <laughs> Stacy say more than two lines? God, will Ashcake Squiggle stop being racist? And will Ben be sober? Join us next time, true believer, when we discuss Spider-Man: The Amazing. Dun, 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 dun. That was fucking good. I'm not racist. <laughs> Cinephiles, part of the Wyman Podcast Network.